0: Welcome back, it's been a while since I made my last episode, and if you can tell, like, I've been crying, and I just wanted to talk, yeah. You know, people always talk about healing, and how you need to heal, and they make things sound so simple, and yes, it's not simple. And I feel like no one ever shows the actual going through or talks about the actual going through of healing, and it's fucking sucks. Cause it does. So to begin with, I'm, I guess, attachment style high. It's a fearful avoidant, and for some reason, well, not even some reason. Reasons are no, but I fear intimacy. And I'm also very avoidant, so on top of being a fearful avoidant, being my like biggest one, my next one is dismissive avoidant. And this past year I've been working on learning how to be present with my emotions, and well, beginning of the school year, I've now graduated college, and obviously I've come nowhere since then, but whatever. I was working on being able to be present and feel my emotions in the presence at the present time. And yeah, relationships and intimacy. And there's no crying right now since I literally just ended something with someone I actually really liked because I let fear get in the way. and. I still don't know. I don't trust my judgment. I can't trust my judgment. And I also can't trust other people. So, like, it's this whole juxtaposing thing that makes dating hard. And it's fucking crazy. Like, I'm dumb. T- like, literally, I've tried to end this thing like three times for you, four times with him. And each time I end it, that's when I'm actually like, oh shit, I actually do like him. But when I'm in it, I'm like, I don't realize I like him, I don't feel that, and then once, it's like there has to be pain for me to feel emotion, (laughs) wow that's so sad, I don't feel emotion unless there's pain correlated with it I guess, (laughs) wow, but I was thinking too, there's all these people online who are talking about healing, in healing your childhood traumas, or whatever fucking traumas you've experienced through your life, or whatever. But, all these people, first of all, they make this shit not seem easy, but like... I want to hear about it from the side of someone who's going through it. And on top of that, like, fearful avoidance. Fearful avoidance make up like 3-5% to 5% of the actual people in this population. And it's so funny, because it's so easy to become secure as a child. Like, your parents literally just have to raise you 25% of, like, 20% correctly. I don't even know if that makes sense. So the fact that that's literally the bare minimum and the maximum, and that's so hard to do for so many people, it's kind of fucking crazy. But where was going with this is the fact that these people want you to pay to learn how to heal. The things other people have done to you, and that's so fucked up to me. Like, or things you've done to yourself. I don't know. I feel like we live in such a capitalistic environment, and they want you to always pay for the cure, and people can't always afford that. No matter, like, how much they need it. I just want to know how to not be like this. Anyways, I got some, or found some books. Um, I found the PDF to the book attached by Kieran Amir. I know Amir's in his name. Let me look it up. Amir Levine is his name. And I plan on reading it. I started it. I had to take it out because I'm so over this shit. I had a headache, we came from the nap, and now I've been crying, and I have an even worse headache. <laughs> and all, at the end of all this, I didn't even get what I wanted. <sighs> I don't know if I'm gonna talk about this person. It's like, I feel like I've had the most common things almost found the most common things with this person but i also don't trust them (laughs) which isn't surprised but i feel like on top of that there's more reason for me not to trust them but i can't trust my judgment on that and everyone around me is telling like don't trust don't trust and everything that keeps popping up is saying don't trust and i'm like is this me manifesting these signs or whatever is this also coming from me, constantly pointing out all the things I don't trust, and then everyone hearing those listening, I don't know. But I also hate people who feel entitled to my physical affection, which if you think about it, I also don't know what a secure person would, or how they would act in that situation. Like, would I be afraid? Well, I would be. But it's like, I'm constantly going off of, I don't know what a secure person looks like. And then having to read and be like, is this the way a secure person would act? Trying to figure out if this person is secure or not. Or, even, like, I feel like if there was a secure person, a secure person I'd be just be triggered to begin with. And then it's, like, me judging, like, oh, was this something, this thing they did, was that something as a red flag? Or is this the way a secure person acts, you know? It just throws me off. And, yeah, I don't know. Today I found my notebook that I wrote back in October. It was it November? Listing the things I want to partner, the things I don't want to partner, and my boundaries. And I guess that's kind of what just, like, put me over the top to be like okay there's things here that i want i know not everyone's gonna meet these things that's my thing i don't know when to when you fold and you're like okay you're not meeting like 30 percent of my needs so i need to leave or is that normal like what percentage i'm such a logical person when it comes to this stuff but like what percentage or where is it when you call it? And you're like, okay, this is enough. Like you're not meeting the things I need, you know. And it's so funny. I don't know. Just thinking about the fact that like failure is something that I'm so afraid of. So a lot of times I don't start things just because I'm afraid of failing. A. K. Like intimacy and stuff in general. I don't know. <sighs> And it sucks too growing up in an all weight state where no one wants to date you. Thinking last night I went to a party that was people from high school and as soon as I walked up the stairs I just felt them all look at me and they're like, Nope, we don't want her here. Wow, it's talking out loud, that I don't realise how many times like people always say like we are full of waiters feel like they're worthless. I don't feel like I'm worthless. I don't know what it is Cause I really do like myself But I can feel that I'm unwanted in situations And that's not a lot of the times But walking into that room filled with like These redneck Vermonters No one said a fucking word to me I was there with my friend People came up and talked to my friend One guy Or two guys Him and his brother Came and talked to me really quick And that was it But everyone would walk by, and my friend fist-bumped, say shit to her. And it was like I wasn't there, and I was like, wow. This is so fucking dumb. What was I talking about before? Failure? How did this relate? I don't remember. We're just jumping around. But I also think I'm literally the oldest in this family, and the only one who hasn't been in a relationship. And has had opportunities since going to college to be in a relationship had opportunities this year more than anything actually and each time it's like I shut down my emotions shut down I can't read the situation I don't know it's like I've been trying I really have all school year still in the same place, except more aware of it, I guess, Because in the beginning, I wasn't aware of all my, like, the I feared relationships, and I understand them, the point, and I was like, I understand the point of relationships, I just don't get, I don't know how to overcome my fear of intimacy and being wrong, and, you know, I also think back sophomore year of junior year of college I realized I had imposter syndrome I didn't realize it was a thing until I heard it explained and I was like that's me I was so afraid of letting people see the real me and realize that I'm not this like perfect perfect person who has everything together because I always all my friends around me were always succeeding I just felt like I was always failing (laughs) And then I'm in, when I'm and I realize I don't know. Like it's okay to fail, or to have people realize that you're failing. But I'm fine with that with people I know, who, like I'm close with. I don't know. And all of that, I just don't like asking for help. (laughs) Because I'm afraid of just looking, I don't know, dumb. I think back to when I was asking for help when I was younger, and it was always like, why do you need help on this? Are you dumb? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, does that correlate? Like, Just being afraid to ask for help. I went to therapy. I went to my first session over a month ago and it literally wasn't what I fucking wanted. I want to have like a relationship with my therapist and not come in like, okay, let's solve these problems. Like, I want to be able to sit and talk like this, what I'm doing and reflect. And I don't feel like I can do that. Uh, I'm literally, there's a whole other side of dating. Like just being black in general, back to the whole Vermont thing. It's like people struggle with dating, but please, like, just being a black woman dating that's like three (laughs) strikes against you. And it's not that people. I remember freshman year of college, I was like, people don't want me just because I'm black and that was true but now i realize i don't know this i have come to find there are people that want you and actually that plays into the whole like looking a certain way freshman year i didn't fit that look people wanted me for sex and i was like i'm getting my degree before i get d so you better stay the fuck away from me and even then i'm like was i afraid of sex i don't know if i was But I realized there are people that want me. (laughs) Just none of them live in Vermont. (laughs) That's a lot. There's very few that live in Vermont, at least out of my preferences, which is black men. But then, once again, there's this whole I don't know if it's a stereotype. Or it's just like truth to it. But what I've realized is black men just tend to be more aggressive in that field. And I'm just so, like meeting aggression with fear. Um, kind yeah, no, of, thank you. That's even more scary. Thank you. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm also thinking back to when I lost my virginity this year. Fun, fun. well, mm-hmm. And. The reason I did it was because I was talking to this one guy. Oh my god, I really have a trend in guys. That's fucking disgusting. I was talking to this one guy. Ugh, fucking unnameable. (laughs) Hold on. Yeah, I was talking to this one guy. And originally, what did he want? He wanted to be friends with benefits. And I was like, that's fine. But the more I started talking to him, the more, like, there was a connection. Or not connection, but, like, I don't know, I just can't sleep with people that know me because, like, that leaves an impression. Like, that's what they're going to correlate to me every time they see me, and if I'm bad at something, like, again, that's failure. But I was like, okay, well, I want to, like, get to know you, talk to you, blah, 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 blah. Um, so we started doing that. And then he wanted me to come over one night like, he'd planned, like, oh, we should get together or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And actually, I think we went into quarantine at that point, because my roommate's friend had been to contact. Or, I don't even know. She tested positive for COVID or some shit. So we were in quarantine, and we were talking then still, and then we came out, and he was like, you should come over. And I was like, fucking shit. Like, this man's going to want to sleep with me. I never mentioned that I was virgin, 'cause that's again fear, like of just being rejected. And so the night before, I literally just invited a random guy over. I was going back and forth with these several guys. I took shots at high, and I just invited a guy over. And yeah, he was cool. I still have him on Snapchat. And he would message me over and over to come over, so I was like, I guess I wasn't terrible, but at the same time, it's like, I want more practice, because I don't want someone who knows me to see me weak and have to learn. I want to show up, like, fully evolved. And I know that's not how things are, but it's like, I don't know how to be open about the fact that I need to learn things, because that's not something I ever saw demonstrated. And I was always put down for not knowing things. And even within, like, sleeping with them, there were still things I was like, okay, like, this is something I'm afraid of. Something I need to learn how to do better, blah, blah, blah. And now, I hold that with me going into other things. Because I'm like, okay, I wasn't good at this. And I'm afraid that this person's not going to want to be with me because I'm not good at this. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I've kissed two people in my life. I don't know how in my head I've convinced myself it was three, but it was two. My freshman year when I went out with this one guy, and he forced whatever, and he kissed me, and I ended up kicking him out a while later. I literally caught up, and I was like, I'm going to go over next door. My next door came back, like, a few minutes later, and I was like, okay, I need to do homework, and I kicked him out. Um, I think I might have convinced myself, just because I went to this guy's house one time, and... He had a lock on his door to his room. He locked in the fucking bathroom. And, like, this was after I, he kept trying to force himself on me. And I was like, I'm not doing anything with you. And he's like, you need to act like you like me. What the fuck? People are so entitled. I don't know you. First of all, you convinced me that I was coming here for an actual date where you were going to cook me dinner. And we were going to watch a movie and, like, hang out or whatever. Instead, you invite me here. You have me wait outside for a fucking hour. You bring food that your family had leftovers of from the fridge downstairs and candy and you put it on the bed. And you're like, oh, here. I open a candy. You take all the food upstairs. I said open another bag. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And no one ever told you to not finish the bag first? And it's like, are you serious? So this is your stash you have for girls when they come over. And the amount of times I had to push this man off of me, and I'm like, I'm not doing anything with you. I don't know you. I'm not kissing you. Like, just get the fuck off of me. It's not that serious. And he's like, you need to act like you like me. Excuse me? (laughs) Wow. People are really fucking entitled. I can't. And then thinking back to the first, like, situation where I, like, had potential for a relationship with being the school year, And, like, I was so excited about him. I felt like I could talk to him about anything. Like, he knew about all my fears, my relationships, and my thoughts. He would actually plan, like, these nice, elaborate dates that were fun. And, like, literally the first date, we went to get food. Oh, he would also always hold the card open for me, and I really liked that. (laughs) But At times, I would complain about it because I was like... If I get to the car before this man, then I have to wait for him to open the door. <laughs> but, I liked him at first, and then, I don't know why, but I my subconscious convinced myself that I didn't like him. Like, after our first date, what I was saying is, like, we sat at the table and just talked for, like, three hours, and the conversation just moved, like there wasn't silence, it literally was just us constantly talking, on that first date he was like he literally planned our second date <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked him like we had the conversations I needs, we had and I feel like wow well, That's so funny, because I'm realizing, like, what the other guy was talking about. Who was it? The one who I decided to, like, sleep with someone else before going to his house. Which, mind you, I didn't even end up going to his house. I ghosted him that day. (laughs) And he was like, if you don't want to come over, blah, blah, blah. But I don't remember. He had said something to me that rubbed me the wrong fucking way. And I was like, that's this? I don't know. Um. Yeah, he... Allowed me to sit with myself and my thoughts and then expand and explain them. And he was really good at listening. And then he would be like, Okay, honestly, Jody, I think you're overthinking this. And I'd be like, Yes, I am, but like, it's still here, it's still a thought. And he was understanding. He sat with me through that shit, but it's only so understanding a person can be, like, for real. <laughs> And the fact that near the end I would always get scared to see him again because I was like, Oh, we've been going out a couple of times now, like it's gonna be when he wants to kiss me and I don't fucking know how to do that. <laughs> and that's not something I wanted to say. Oh shit, that phone's probably for me. Summarizing everything, pretty much that relationship with me of the band this semester. I don't want to say it was perfect, because it wasn't... Like, my main issue was... We would hang out, and then after, he would text me and be like, You look so great today. And I was like, things he couldn't say to me in person. And I knew I wanted someone who's able to express their interest in me genuinely. And he was interested in me, and that like, he liked me, because, like... I don't know. It was just fun talking to him, and I knew the things that he liked. So it was easy like you know when you see something, you think of some, someone and you send it to them I feel like I haven't had that since then like it's me seeing something and be like oh I guess I could send this to them maybe they'll be interested in it because I don't know them like I don't know their interest they're not I don't know and even to this day like I'll see things and be like I should send this to him he would love this but I don't because it's like I know I ended that relationship on bad terms out of fear once again. Honestly, I hope he's doing well because I really liked him. (laughs) And then again, even like moving past like attachment styles and stuff, I feel like he allowed me to play the role. And he played the role of what I wanted in a relationship, feminine and masculine wise. When I think about some of the other people I talked to after I went out with. Ugh, do I even want to say names? Like, it might be easier. Mm, no. Statement. Oh, <laughs> I just said his name. So he would be A. B would be like. There's a few in between, but we're going to count B. B is the one we're going to talk about now. And the most current one, we're gonna call it D because then he literally starts with D. And I feel like there's gonna pop up another one in between, and he's gonna need to be C. But B, like, B was such a feminine man. And I literally felt out of my femininity around him. Like, I felt like I had to be mess. I don't know, I just felt more masculine. And when I went out with him, it was like I didn't like being out with him. Just because I I literally felt like the man in a relationship was actually disgusting. And I didn't like that. Like, I felt like I had to lean into my masculine side more. Just because he was so feminine. And I was, like, so weird. Whereas with A, he... We talked about his family and, like, the relationship his parents had. And it felt more like he wanted... He wanted a scripted thing, like, to fulfill the relationship his parents didn't have. And he was looking for a person to be that trophy and fill into that spot. Like, he literally had, I don't know, like, it was like he had a trophy shelf waiting with that spot dusted for the first good girl to come around and fill it. And not like... Is that bad. I don't know. But it just made me feel uncomfortable. Because it felt more like a scripted thing. Um, just the position he wanted me to play necessarily. Then. Um, it was. I don't even know how to explain it. It felt like he wanted me to fill a role. And I want to fill a role. Without feeling like it's a role I have to fill. That's That's it I guess. Um, B, it felt like I was a man. We'd went out and the suns, dumb or rude, but I felt embarrassed to be with him because he was always acting like a child and like all giddy and skipping and doing things. And it was like, wow, mm that's not for me. Like, why am I the one who's like more mature right here and you're older than me? Mm, no, thank you. And I wasn't really physically attracted to him. I just loved the conversations we would have. I want those conversations again. I want A and B's conversations again. But like... Someone who respects my boundaries. God damn, like why is it so hard? I also need to expand on my boundaries and work on myself personally as well. Like overcoming those fears once again. Oh, I just remembered. C was the one we were talking about before. Um, the one who wanted me to come over that one night and I ghosted. But then we started talking again. And, ugh, my God, he was a mess. Like, he's the most narcissistic person I ever fucking met in my life. Like, the way he couldn't take accountability drove me fucking crazy. And, like, he really tried to convince me that I was the one... I don't even fucking know. Like, I'm glad I spotted it quick. Because I was running through it in my head. And I was like, there's something wrong with this. But I wasn't the only one. And then once I confronted him, he fucking blew up on me. I was like, oh, yeah, you're batshit crazy. <laughs> C was Nigerian. He went to Yale. I'm fucking dead. I don't know how I always end up with like these. Like, A was Jamaican. I think B was Jamaican. C and D were both Nigerian. and then And those are the people, like, people always warning about. They're like, stay away from Jamaicans. Oh, wait. I guess there's a C point, two. He was also Jamaican. Oh my God. The most boring, nonchalant man I ever talked to in my life was always telling me he wanted to be with me, blah, blah, blah. But then didn't want to have a conversation with me and would go days without texting me. And then when I was like, What's happening here? You're not even talking to me. You only want to get to know me. He'd be like, Tell me everything about yourself. And I was like, You don't have questions for me. Like, people are so fucking fake. <laughs> he just wanted a cute poster image girl or something. I don't know. Or a green card. Let me not say that, but that's yeah, Because really, half these people, that's what they be wanting. But see, I knew, see, like, straight up from the start. Like, that's why I like people who can, like, I feel like when you avoid certain topics, that you know on people's minds it's more suspicious but see he straight up from the get-go was like i plan on moving back to nigeria i don't want to stay here in the u.s i hate the way u.s dating is he was like i hate how people are so afraid to make it known that they like people which also confused me with d because i was like is this me is this a red flag, or is this just a cultural difference? Which, I don't know. Um, yeah. You know what's funny, is C should have been called E, because I'm going in order for which they were, but C's name actually started with E. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm just going to maybe be taking you guys through the journey of becoming more secure or becoming getting over my fears of rejection and failure and it's not necessarily my fear of rejection is more once there's a connection which obviously makes sense but I feel like a lot of people have a fear of rejection from the start, but I don't, I will flirt the fuck out of <laughs> flirt the fuck with you because I have no problem with that <laughs> but once there's more of a connection then I'm like, oh shit yeah, I need to evaluate my fears but this will be I said, yeah, I need to evaluate my fears, but this will be me um, the journey of fearful avoidance to secure so I can actually have the things I want (laughs) in life which is a meaningful relationship with someone who cares about me and that i care about and who allows me to play the role which within what i want to be feminine wise and i don't constantly have to come out of my femininity to be masculine and feel Ugh, good for men for being the masculine because i can do that shit <laughs> and someone who plays the roles that i want I feel like D most fit those but also like how genuine was that shit because yeah there's a lot that wasn't talked about there both on my side and his but I feel like more have been talked about if I didn't feel like certain conversations were avoided. And making me more suspicious. such with the love bombing in the beginning. Although oh, it was such a creative. I don't even know. Like. That's me dissecting people. But it was such a creative way about going love bombing. Like in a way that wasn't done before. Because there was another guy. Ugh. What would he be called? Who was B? Oh. B. So he was, I guess, eight point two, eight point five, 8.5, and he was textbook. How do I keep attracting narcissists? I need to look that up. But I really keep attracting narcissists. But he was textbook narcissist the way he would love and I literally always told him he'd be like, I like you. And I was like, you don't even fucking know me. You like the idea of me. And even if you probably don't even like the idea of me, you just, like, I don't even fucking know. But, like, he was crazy. And then he was older, too, 29, always talking to me. And then after me, he was talking to people younger than me. I was like, this boy's crazy. He stopped following me once he stopped talking to one of my friends. And I guess he realized we both followed each other, so we knew each other. Like, he was straight. Uh, crazy and he told me about a relationship but then he told my friend that he wasn't looking for anything serious because he was going to be leaving in a few months and mind you all these a lot of these relationships the only people i actually actually like met up with a and B. C we were supposed to meet up that day or whatever but like i was like this is not happening because based off our conversations, he made it very clear. We had a conversation about sex, I think. But he made it very clear. He was more in it for my body. And I was like, oh, great. Fuck this shit. Um, Which makes sense. Like, it was supposed to be friends with benefits or whatever thing. I just, I don't know. I can't do that. I want one night stands. Or friends with benefits. But with the guy that actually like, has only I thought that he was so small. And I remember like wanting to have him over several times, but then I was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not about to fake this shit. And then the fear of being with someone new and having to once again fail in all the aspects I was bad at was, mm mm. There was one guy that was so close, but too having over, I actually did. Setting my address twice, and each time he's magically had to work. Blah blah blah. So I deleted my setting his address. I was ready, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna be a journey. Hot girl summer, but when we're talking about hot, we ain't talking about degrees because we're talking about all. <laughs> The tears gonna be streaming down my face. All these emotions, the volatility that comes with being a fearful avoidant, constantly swinging back and forth. I don't want those attachments. I want to. I know this isn't. It's going like the opposite. But you know, what if I can heal myself by just becoming better at the things I'm fearful of failing at? But then I'm not. That's just gonna be coping and not learning how to actually heal. We'll see. Alright, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Actually, I hope no one fucking tunes into this. But, um, that's a fact and that's a wrap. I hope you guys have a good day. Love you.